0: Aloha and welcome to the Call to create podcast I'm Janin and welcome I have a special guest today her name is Andrea Heyman and she is so special she has a really cool story to share with us and I want to invite you to listen in and glean all the wonderful things she's going to share because she's all about family and food so welcome Andrea to my podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and you are such a delight. So I'm honored to be with you today. Uh, Thank you so
0: much. Okay, so tell us all about you, what you feel you want to share and tell us about your wonderful journey in what you have created now. Because I like to talk about women's God-given gifts and I encourage women all the time to use it. And to even start a business because they have all these wonderful gifts that are so valuable. And, you know, it blesses their lives and it blesses the life the lives of other people when they share it. So go ahead and tell us all about
1: yourself. Thank you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about when I was younger first. Okay. So I feel like when I think about this concept of creativity. As a child, I definitely thought of myself as creative. Um, I liked messing around with art. I will tell you, my dad and I used to do a lot of woodwork. And so, cool. so I would help my dad when he was building various things and also would carve. And in fact, I have a a doozy of a scar on my um, knuckle because for some reason, my dad thought it was a good idea to give me these pretty heavy duty carving tools as a child. (laughs) But I thought that was pretty amazing and special that I was allowed to do that. Yeah. But I will say, oh, and also in third grade, I had, so in art class, I had, we had a, a particular assignment. And I remember one day the teacher asking me to stay after class for a little bit. She wanted to ask me a question. So the question was she really liked one of my, it was a watercolor painting. Oh. And she really liked it. And she told me that she had to select us only like two from the whole entire school, two pieces from the entire school. And they were going to be on a special display in the, um, the civic center in town. Wow. So my paint, my watercolor was selected to be there. And I took so much pride in that. I was so happy. I remember we (laughs) went to the opening of the, of the display of the art display. And so that was really cool. So I've had these moments in my life and definitely as a child where I identified as a creative individual. But I don't know what happens over time as we Mm -hmm. age and that kind of gets pushed down and maybe stifled just by like regular school. Mm -hmm. And I think that I, as I got older, I thought there was one path for me, right? Like I had to go to college and then I had to do this internship and then I had to get married and then I had to go to graduate school. Like it was just such a narrow path and just, I didn't really deviate from that. So where do you think that
0: came from? That idea of that path? Was it from your parents or just yourself?
1: I suspect there's a little bit from my mom. My mom <laughs> immigrated to this country. And so her, like, she had a really strong work ethic and, like, was mm-hmm. very much an overachiever. And wow, you know, she had to kind of, she was very much a self-made woman because her family was very poor growing up and... You know, she she got everything she did through really hard work and scholarships and, and that type of thing. So probably there, although it wasn't like explicitly mm-hmm. stated, right? Um, but I suspect works. very subtle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But now I have felt for a long time that I had, um, more to give than what I was giving in my career which I am a registered dietitian and I do I've always liked my job and I still do like my job that's great but like I said I've always felt like there was more inside me mhm so maybe covid maybe more <laughs> introspection I don't know I was like hey. I'm going to start a business this is kind of been percolating in the back of my mind for a long time and oh that's exciting to hear though exactly exactly and um, it's sort of taken a few twists and turns um, which I'm happy to tell you more about but I feel like at this point in time I have no idea where it is leading but I feel okay with that. I feel like at this point in time, I'm able to like, use kind of my creative juices and another side of me. And it's super fun. And it's nice not to have it all mapped out.
0: Okay, that is so cool. I have never really heard very many women talk like you just did to say that it's okay that you you don't have um, everything figured out. So where do you think that comes from that that feeling like it's okay that you don't have it all figured out because uh, because i've worked with women for so many years it's like we get stressed out or maybe women feel like okay i i don't like this i don't like that feeling of not knowing i i want to do it i want to see it i want it now and and i think you know being a mother myself we're so used to you know Um, taking care of our kids and going, going, going and doing and we know what we want and what we have to do. So it's, it almost seems like you're able to separate the two, you know, like the natural tendencies of a mother and a woman from your business and not seeing the whole
1: picture right now. So I think that's a really good point. I'm not gonna lie, I still have that side. Uh but I feel like I have this other layer or this other component that is slowly being revealed. Like the, it's almost like slowly, slowly, the layers are being pulled off of something. And the further I go, there's like another layer and I'm like, oh, okay. And then another layer appears and another one. And so even though, I felt like in May, I was like, okay, this is it. I, I've continued to evolve. And now I'm at this point where, well, this is cool. I guess this is going to keep happening. And in the process, it's almost like, this is going to sound kind of cheesy. It's almost like a waking up.
0: Ooh, I like know,
1: that. A read, Kind of a rediscovery and so i'm excited to see what else is in there
0: yeah that does sound exciting especially because as you're explaining each layer is pulled back it sounds like it gets more exciting as the more the deeper the layers or you know how you beautifully explained it it just sounds like you're um anticipating something to be so wonderful happening as time goes on and and as things are revealed. So it sounds like God is just revealing these things to you. I
1: think that's true. I think that's true.
0: That's cool. Okay, so now, continue your beautiful story because I'm just really fascinated what you what you've just said in the last few minutes.
1: So I just to be more specific, um, for the listeners who don't know me, um, I have started a podcast also called Adventures in Feeding My Fam, and um, the purpose of that is really to help other busy moms get healthy food on the table in a fast, simple way. Um, I think we make it really hard on ourselves and uh-huh. get, tend to get overwhelmed. You're like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, tend to get overwhelmed, and we don't have to. It doesn't have to be like that. You can be healthy, meet your wellness goals, feed your family well in an easy fashion. And so that's kind of my mission that I am aiming for. I love that. But more recently, I've had a couple of ideas with that. And I'm like in a part of this kind of creative evolution. I'm like, once upon a time, I might have said, "Eh, no, I don't need to do that now it feels more like oh i'm supposed to do this kind of thing so one of the examples is is for a while i've thought wouldn't it be cool to make a new recipe every week a new family meal basically every week for a year and you know, then I could expand like the foods that I'm giving my kids. And I could also, you know, try new cuisines and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, and then I thought, you know, why am I saying I'm going to wait until 2021 when I can just (laughs) do it now? (laughs) So I decided to start doing that now. And I have been asking other people on social media for kind of their favorite recommendation of a plant-based meal. Oh, that's a great idea. And so I, I've i collected quite a few already. And so every week I'm going to make one of these that has been recommended to me. Um, and I'm super excited about it. It's super fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it
0: sounds like a great idea so that you don't get bored of cooking the same things all the time. Now I don't even remember because my kids are all adults, but I remember kind of cooking the same things all the time. And I don't remember if my kids got bored or not because it seems like it was so long ago and life was so busy when my kids were younger. But it you know, do is it common for kids to get bored of what they're mom is cooking and eating the same things because it like totally a perfect, depends.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I d- think it depends on what it is. So I think I have had my kids say, mom, I'm really tired of that. But I think <laughs> it's really that they don't like it that much. Oh, <laughs> because we have other dishes that we have quite frequently and nobody ever gets tired of them.
0: So. Well, that's interesting. Well, this is a great idea that you were explaining that because i think if we can try different um dishes or meals then you know it kind of adds a little variety to our life as well and gets us out of our comfort zone because comfort zone is is wonderful you don't have to think about much you just go through the motions
1: absolutely and the other piece about it is that sometimes when i'm in the kitchen it feels like a task and like mm-hmm. another thing on the checkoff list to do. Yeah. this plan has kind of given me renewed enthusiasm um, because I'm like, oh, I'm doing this creative project. This is really fun. and it's it's been nice. Granted, I've just started, but I, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's perfectly in line with what
0: you do as a dietitian. So it's almost like you're just expanding on what you're doing in such a greater capacity and, and you're able to reach more people than just the work that you do during the day.
1: I hadn't thought about that. But that definitely is um, definitely is a bonus for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. So tell us about your podcast and what you actually do and share with us all of that wonderful information.
1: Sure. So the podcast is called Adventures in Feeding My Fam. It is again focused on helping families get healthy food on the table in a fast and easy way. And I have interview guests periodically, not every week, interview guests talking about their experience as a parent, as a mom, and how they manage food prep, meal planning, all of those logistics in the realm of in their family. And I have found that no two families do it quite the same. <laughs> A lot, yeah, it's true. It's really interesting. Yeah. A lot of families distribute the workload very differently. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's interesting and it just goes to show you that there's really no one right way to do it. And from having these conversations, I think that people can learn that they can learn bits and pieces from each one and figure out what what's going to work for them. The other component in the podcast episodes are more tactical. So for example, there might be an episode on it, going through the steps of how I meal plan or talk about strategies, um, to eat healthy through the holidays. Oh Those yeah, we need that,
0: especially because of uh, the holidays coming up now. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a nice mix of talking to families and also, um, learning about their favorite recipes, their family traditions, those types of things, and then also kind of more specific tactical yeah. tips that you can use.
0: That sounds wonderful, because not everyone is um, great at, in the kitchen. And, you know, we all can learn from people like you who have this expertise and, and to share other people's um, experiences as well. So I'm so glad that you're doing that podcast, because you know, I, when I'm in the kitchen, I don't enjoy it anymore, but I have my earphones on and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, multitask and, but, right. but that's a great way when I, when I'm in the kitchen to be motivated, you know, when I can hear things like what you're talking about and, you know, just kind of have someone help me put a different spin on what I've been doing in the kitchen all these years. And, and it is kind of boring after you do the same thing for years and years. So, so I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing all of that. And um, what kind of, um, like, you know, you created this podcast for a reason. So what is your your main driver? Like, what, what was it that made you want to do this? Because out of all the wonderful things that you could have created because you are a dietitian like, why did you choose specifically a podcast? Like, what is its importance to you and why and all of that juice?
1: That is a really good question, Jannon. And I don't know that I have a very good answer. I don't know that I have an obvious answer, nothing that comes to my mind right away. Uh-huh. However, I am a regular podcast listener. And I enjoy podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's kind of an area that is um, exploding in popularity and more and more people are listening. So I thought it would be a good medium to get my message across and, and, um, yeah, my, to get my message out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, podcasts are becoming more and more popular now because you can be listening to a podcast and doing other things at the same time. I totally agree. And you have so much value to share, too, because you know what? We all need to eat. We (laughs) do. Everyone needs to eat. Everyone needs to eat. And if you can teach other people how to, like I was saying, just put a spin on what they're doing and, and making it a little bit more exciting and learning something new it just changes so much because some days when I walk in the kitchen, I dread it. I'm thinking, oh no, what am I going to cook now? Or, you know, and you look in your freezer and your refrigerator and you're not
1: motivated. So I, and that's my mission is that one that you've got a plan, but two that you love, love it. And it doesn't have to feel like such a really just a chore.
0: Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you early on about, how, what, what was it that called you to become a dietitian because you were explaining so beautifully about how you knew you were creative when you were a child. So out of all the things that you could have done as an adult, what brought you to become a dietitian?
1: It's kind of a funny story. Um, it happened a little bit round in a roundabout fashion, Um, but I definitely going into college wanted to do something, um, in the science field for sure. And so all of my classes were like biology, chemistry, um, that type of thing. (laughs) And then, um, at some point I had to declare a major. And initially I thought I would be a nursing major, Uh but my 19 or 20 year old immature self thought, mm, I can't, I can't change a bedpan. I'm not going to be able to do some of these things that they're going to ask me to do. And little did I know that I would deal with much worse as a mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but so the next natural option was to be a dietitian. Uh-huh. And I think it was a great choice for me as well.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. no bit bed- bedpans involved. Absolutely. No. <laughs> Ah, uh, great choice. And how long have you been doing this?
1: I have been a dietitian for 25 years.
0: Wow, that yeah. is impressive. And you said you still love what you're doing. I am. I do. I, I do. am in awe of that. It's it's I, not common for someone to love what they're doing 25 years later. And I'm talking for myself as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I've worked in different settings and I have to say the one that I work in now is my favorite. So I work with at a very um, like a specialty facility that works with kids and adults with disabilities. So I just get to see a lot of really unique things. But I work the people that work there are an extremely compassionate group of people. And I think that helps.
0: Yeah, and and I've known that, too, because I know a number of people that do work with um, special needs people or children or in that type of capacity, and they have so much love and compassion and just it's amazing to watch. I agree. Yeah. So it's it's obvious why you still love what you're doing. Yeah, you're serving so, so wonderfully. This is so awesome. Is there anything that you feel my listeners would want to hear, anything other than what you've shared, um, any kind of um, message or a tip or something that you want to encourage them with?
1: Yeah, good question. I think it's just important for everyone to know that you can be a regular meal planner and regular preparer of food. And it can be nourishing for your you and your family in an easy way, as I've mentioned.
0: Yeah, and you make it sound like it is so easy. So I'm gonna definitely take your advice and and listen to all the things that you you say you suggest to do on your podcast. So this is this is wonderful. And I want you to share with everyone how to get in touch with you if they have questions and
1: um, anything else you'd like to share as we Absolutely. Wrap up? So, my website is adventuresandfeedingmyfam.com, same name as the podcast. So, Adventures and Feeding My Fam. And probably the easiest place to find me is either Instagram, same name, same uh-huh. handle. And I also have a Facebook group where we have, um, I guess, deeper conversations and discussions about some of the things that we're raising during the podcast
0: okay great so they can go there and um, request to join and um, absolutely get questions answered if they have any yes absolutely okay that's wonderful and I'll put all of that information in the show notes as well because I want everyone generous of you yeah I, I just think you have something so special and because you have 25 years of experience in that field so i think that adds so much power to what you're doing so i want all my listeners to go and listen to your podcast and join your facebook group and and follow you so that they can you know up up level what they're doing in the kitchen that's what i I want to do
1: (laughs) that's fantastic
0: oh my goodness well andrea thank you so much for being here i really appreciate you sharing your story and all the wonderful things that you're doing so thank you so much and have a great day aloha
1: aloha